0: Hey, welcome to the Good Life Podcast, I'm your host Stevie Taylor, this is episode 101, Greg and Fizz Henson, here we go. Today, Our Australian drummer Greg Henson and his wife Viz Greg's love of drums and all things hittable started at school And he's been making a living playing drums and percussion ever since His first musical was the drum chair in Jesus Christ Superstar in 1972 He has played amongst others Biddy Blockbuster Follies with Reg Livermore Rocky Horror Show, Rasputin, Hair, Big River, Tom Waits for No Man And in concert at the Sydney Opera House with The Beatles' White Album. Other gigs, sessions and tours have been with Baxter Funt, John English and the Foster Brothers, Marsha Hines, Doug Parkinson, John Waters and Slim Dusty, just to name a few. His television credits include The Don Lane Show with Brian Ferry, The Auntie Jack Show and Star Search. Greg has played with Chuck Berry and Christopher Cross and toured with Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, Joe Cocker and The Beach Boys. Fiz Henson, sister of actor and musician John Waters, was born in the UK and worked for many years at the Thames Studio, including work on The Benny Hill Show. Upon moving to Australia, Fizz and Greg met on a gig once, and the rest is history. Greg and Fizz share many gig stories together, which you'll get to hear today as they bounce off each other. After dinner and a couple of drinks, I just put the recorder in the middle of the table and off we went. So, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back. And enjoy this conversation with Greg and Fizz Henson. I think we're rolling. can I, I roll yep, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and Fizz, welcome to the Podcast. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you. How's it going? good. Yeah, oh, good. good. Um, I've, um, so this is episode 101, mm-hmm. and I, I did the first 30 or so of these with this Zoom recorder yeah. in the middle of a room using the two microphones, and then later on I kind of upgraded my gear. And, cool. Yeah. So today, we've gone back to the <laughs> Zoom recorder in the middle of the table, and, and I think it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for dinner. Dinner was Not lovely. No problem,
1: mate. Yeah. Pleasure. Mm. Pleasure.
0: Now, what I've been kind of starting with um, these last few months is, obviously, we're in the whole COVID, COVID yeah. thing. Um, What kind of effect has that had on gigs and work and stuff for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I just...
1: Bought myself a lawnmower and off I went, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mowing people's lawns and doing gardens and uh, mm. having a ball out there in the um, in the natural world mm. and having a good time, mate. Mm. So um, yeah, so it's affected me in that way that uh, there's not many gigs, but mm. I'm still out there doing stuff that I love because yeah. I love gardening. Yeah. So
0: what were you doing? Um, leading up to COVID?
1: Uh, we just finished a gig at the Starfish Club mm-hmm. out there uh, and it, yeah. mm-hmm. it was a Bronte, yeah, Hamish Amos uh, thing with, mm-hmm. uh, with John Waters and we did a Bob Dylan show which was really yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And a uh, great band, mm-hmm. we had a great band. Mm-hmm. And, um, Adam Pringle and um, Rob Wolfe. Adam and, Pringle guitar, and yeah, yeah. A great player. Mm-hmm. And Rob Wolfe, keyboards, mm-hmm. beautiful, great singer, great piano player. Tony Mitchell. And Tony Mitchell, my old mate Tony Mitchell mm-hmm. from, you know, from Foster Brothers and
2: right. back there
1: in the Sherbert days, you know. Yeah. Who else was there? And that then was? either
2: George Washing Machine or his, his wife.
1: His wife, Claire.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Claire. Yeah.
1: And uh, uh, Yeah, she's great. Uh, they both are fiddlers. Both back yeah. And George Washing Machine. Yeah. Doing it. But uh, he, he didn't did that gig, did he? It was it was clear doing that. Yeah, it was. Anyway, yeah, we had a good ball, good time.
0: So that was doing just just Dylan?
1: Just do a, doing
0: Dylan song. Mm.
1: And, uh I think AMO uh, did some video of it.
0: I mean that was that yeah. was
1: basically the last thing I did. Oh I know I did a couple of sessions last week. Oh, cool. and, uh, just from a friend's, you know, from Paul Macquarie, right. played the guitar, sang up there on a on a you know, just him and a whatever and sent it down to a studio. Right. I turned up in the studio, a bass player and just recorded the stuff that he recorded. Yeah, cool. It was good. Yeah, <laughs> good. yeah so mm. it was all fun. It, and
2: there was nice. lot, you was a had a lot of gigs lined up, but of course they mm. all they went all to, the to the wall. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah sounds all good mate.
0: And was that was that more John Water stuff or Yes it was, yeah, I think yeah, wasn't it? Mm, it was yeah. all
2: John and and Stewie was I it? Think it? Was Stewie? and There Well, a bit I of both know. of them. Because yeah. John and Stewie are partners mm-hmm. in crime, as it were, and mm. but they also do the separate things. So Greg works uh, sometimes both or mm.
1: Yeah, mm. one
2: or the other, or whatever. Mm. And um, yeah, so they uh, they had a, a nice little run laid mm-hmm. out, <laughs> and that didn't eventuate, obviously. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> You know, me and my trusty uh whippersnipper, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tell you what, it makes a difference, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, plus I'm getting old now, so um, you know, I'm an old fart, so uh, it's cool yeah. not to do much, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the,
0: the lawns and stuff will keep you fit, yeah. And I yeah. just love gardening, mate. I just love planting things and watching them grow and you know, mm-hmm. doing all that, mm-hmm. yeah, you. so, so yeah, Because you were saying that, um. You work for a guy that does online tai chi. Yeah, right.
2: yeah. He's uh, Doctor Paul Lamb. Mm-hmm. He does uh, tai chi for health, and he's he's sort of way up there. Um, all the arthritis organisations in the world promote him because oh, wow. he has the most amazing program for dealing with arthritis mm. and everything really. And he, at the start of the COVID, he put up a whole program for free on his youtube channel which is no longer there i'm going to try and talk him back into it but mm. <laughs> um so that helped a lot of people because mm. you know he's, and so i i yeah i just got a day job with him mm. and then he said oh with your television background you can help me with my videos so we do we've done a couple of dvds where I, i'm given the credit as director but mm. but you know um, i had a bit of input mm-hmm. um but he generously gave me that credit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this
1: is,
0: this is, what did you start in Benny Hill or in the Thames, didn't
2: you? Thames Television. Thames Television. Yeah, yeah.
0: My so baby. what? I, yeah. So what I was thinking of doing. We'll, we'll, so we've got these two separate stories. Okay. Yeah. And we'll, we'll okay. kind of tell the stories and how you kind of combined oh, okay. together. And mm. yeah. So um, Greg has to start because he's
2: a lot older than me. A lot older. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years. <laughs>
1: so you're recording
2: this one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So you edit a lot of these things, is that what you're saying? I'm not editing anything. Oh, good. No, you're, you're, so I can swear and do all this? You know what We get the little explicit sign-up. Um, but, Excellent. So, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll start with you, Greg. Um yeah. Were you born... So where were you born? And let's talk about how you sort of uh, got into music and... Okay, well, I was born in Sydney. I was born in
1: uh, Crown Street Women's Hospital in Sydney. Mm -hmm. And uh, my first introduction to music was um, my father... Every Christmas he'd take us to his work and there'd be Christmas parties. Where did he work? He worked... Where did he work? He worked in Raleigh Park, which was at Kensington, and it was a big... Park and it had beautiful green hills and Mm. lovely and it was Christmas day or Christmas. I turned up at this to meet Santa Claus, and we're all there playing in the park with all these kids and waiting for Santa Claus to come. And I hear this sound coming over the hill, this sound, this amazing sound. Sunny day and all of a sudden, and I was I was about six six years old. What is that? You know, and no, no one else was trying to listen to this thing, and I was. And they're coming over this hill, over the hill, down the hill, and I see the Scotchies, you know, that Scotch mm. with the, those big fur hats they wear mm-hmm. and That's their kilts, mm-hmm. and the guys doing that, you know, beating. Boom, boom, boom. And to me it was like a 100, 100 drummers coming yeah. and, and the sun gleaming off the snare drums. It's like yeah. that got me. You know, I was like seven or eight or something. And that got me. Just the sound, the look of the drums, the look of these dudes doing it. Mm. I thought, fuck, man, this, this is fantastic. And then I'm waiting for Santa. And Santa's, Greg Hansen. please come up and get your present. I didn't want a present. I just wanted to follow these dudes, you know, these, <laughs> these drummers. And that was my introduction to, to drums. And ever since then, I've been hitting things for a living. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so what was the... First thing you did to get towards hit starting to hit things. Well, usual pots pans, yeah, the usual,
1: thing. Of pens, yeah, of the usual yep. stuff,
0: you know. Mm. Kids,
1: kids, batch away at things. And mm. My mum is very musical too. She is, she loves singing. She's she was a party animal. My mum, mm. you know, if I wanted to be a brain surgeon, she'd say, "No son, I want you to be a musician." Mm-hmm. This is what she's like, and she loved me to be a musician. Mm-hmm. And I can remember when I was a young kid, oh, twelve or maybe oh ten. There was a pub which I played in eventually, Patriot Hotel, and she'd go down there and party on with my dad and that, and they'd bring back the band. So the band would be grooving, having a jam night in, the, in my lounge room, you know, cool. and they'd all, get, they'd all get pissed, you know, as you do. Isn't it? Yeah. And I'd wake up in the morning, there'd be, you know, musos all over the lounge room, <laughs> and a drum kit there, you yeah, know. Cool. And so that's, that's, that's how it all started. <laughs> you know. And, you know, listening to Mum's records and Dad's records. Mainly Mum, because she played the piano and sang, you know, June Krupa songs and, you know, all
2: those sort of things. Duke Ellington. And, and then, know. when did you get your first oh, drum oh, the kit? the first kit. And what happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> OK, I was about eight, you
1: know, I got this kit. Was, it was like... I, I knew I was getting the kit for Christmas because right? mm. Mum said, "You go, I'm going to buy you a drum kit. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. So the drum kit was like the worst thing you've ever said in your life, but I loved it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the night before Christmas Day, Christmas night or whatever, I chalked out where the bass drum's going to go. Right? Yeah. And this is where the bass drum's going to go. Good. This is where the, this is where my snare drum's going to go, Mum. So can you put it there when I'm asleep? <laughs> I put the bass drum there and put the cymbal there. And it's still there. Yes, um, when you wake up, you'll have a drum kit. Yes. So I wake up about six o'clock in the morning, Christmas day. Everyone's asleep, of course. I look at the drum kit. Yay! I want to bash the, fuck out of the <laughs> Bashing the fuck out of the drums, right? Yeah. <laughs> Next minute, my brother wakes up. My my sister, my father, my mother. Everyone, what the? What are you doing? Well, I'm having a good time, Dad. It's <laughs> Christmas, you know. Anyway, that, that was that was, a, that was the first drum kit. But the drum kit, we got it from Harry Landers, which is a, a music shop in Sydney a long, long time ago. It's gone now, mm. in Park Street. And uh, that's where my mum I think it cost, oh, what was it, 30? 30, oh, 30 nothing. Shillings 30 or something. 30 shillings or something, something. I mean. something, yeah. something. I think she said that one. But it was just consisted of a... Big, tall, you know, bass drum, little thin thing, you know. Mm. (laughs) A snare drum and. Like a Tripson type sort of thing? Yeah, right, okay. One of those things. Mm. (laughs) And. A symbol. That's all it was. Mm. It was a snare drum, bass drum, and a symbol. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But you know, I played that for a while, mm. and then as you do when you're a kid, you know, you think, oh, "What am I going to do with this?" Mm. So eventually, you end up putting it in the cupboard for ten years or whatever. You don't play it yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you listen. You still listen to the music, but you yeah. just don't play it. And uh, yeah, that's how that's how it went. You know, that's how I love. I just love playing music. I just
0: love drums, man. You know. Right. So who were the drummer? You mentioned Gene Krupa. Yeah. All so, those dudes, Louis Bolton and those guys. Mm, yeah, okay. Uh, mm. All those all those guys,
1: all the big band things. Mm. I just listened to it all that stuff. I listened to everything, yeah. Yeah. And uh
2: yeah. And, and of course the beast. The beast. Yeah. Uh, buddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I I to
1: everything. Yeah, I listened to all that stuff and uh, but then I just I changed direction. I listened to Little Richard and, you know, as I yeah. grew older. Mm. My brother brought yeah. home some Little Richard records and uh uh, all, all those things, you know, Chuck Berry and stuff like that, mm. and uh, listened to that, and I thought that was pretty, pretty that was great, you know. Mm. Yeah, just went
0: uh, We were talking earlier before. Oh no, oh, no, I was talking to Hamish about this. Yeah, I wanted to try and get to how you because you 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 play straight straight ahead rock with a heck of a swing in it. Yeah, but that's what and you just did. said. Little you just said Little Richard then. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, little Richard would play straight piano, but his drummer would begin to. Yeah, da, yeah, da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. straight eights over a swing yeah. and...
1: Only because. The the bass player was was, was probably or the drummer, but the bass player mainly was the, a jazz. They were all jazz players. They were jazz players. That's, that's right. So they so could they it. They yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah? And that's that's a hard thing to do. Yeah yeah yeah. You know, that's a real hard thing to do. Mm. I studied that. I was like, how the fuck do do that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was just their vibe. You know, it's quite mm. fantastic. So I listened to that for a long, long time. Mm. Got into
0: that. Yeah. Mm. All right. First of all. We'll come over to you now. Yep. (laughs) So um, you're from the UK. Yep. Yes, from
2: from Teddington. Now, where's that? Which is uh, near Richmond and Twickenham. If you know your rugby, Mm -hmm. you'd know Twickenham. Mm -hmm. Um, But Teddington was in. Well, it was a film studio, and then it became television studio Mm Thames Television. and it was in Teddington, so that was good. I only ever had half a mile to walk to work or one right. mile or whatever it was. Right. Um and yeah, I, um I started there at school when I was in the canteen. Mm. I worked in the canteen and then and then I saw a job advertised and I went for that and I got it.
0: What and was the and, job
2: for? Uh call boy. It was call, call boy. Then. Yeah. Call boy. Call boy. Mm-hmm. Which was a theatre term, you mm-hmm. know. Um You'd go around, and knock on the door, and say, "Ready in five minutes." Five mm-hmm. minutes, Mister So and So. Um, but the, uh, in television, it involved a little more than that. Like casting the scripts around, and, and then just running around mm. in general, a gopher in really a lot always. of ways. Running yeah. top thing, yeah. Um, and um, then when I got that job, I was the only female doing it, so they said, "We." Well, uh, and of course, everybody said, "Oh, you're a cool girl, are you?" Mm. And I said, oh, that's the first time I've heard that today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, I said, I'm going to get a lot more money if I become a call girl, I mm. promise you. Mm. And then they said, all right, we'll change it to floor assistant. So they changed the title. Mm. And, um, and then I suppose a couple of years after that, I became a floor manager and, um, and first assistant director, which I probably mm. became. Um, and I had an absolute blast, mm. um, and I did that for twenty years. Um, but it feels now like I watched a film about somebody else doing it. You know, it's a, right. because it's such a—it's a long time ago now. Mm. Uh, and I've done a few theatre things since mm. I've been here mm. uh, in Australia. But um, but yeah, it it was a long time ago, and I. Um, uh, but it, and it does seem like it was somebody else. Well, right. I did do it and sometimes you know, I dream all the time. My dreams are that I'm in studio one in Teddington and mm-hmm. I'm going, oh, What show are we doing? <laughs> you yeah, know? Right. You know, like <laughs> like you would know for a drummer going in and going, Oh where's yeah. yeah. my drum kit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so and I worked on everything that Thames Television did. Um you know, and the, the big one there was Benny Hill. Benny Hill I did yeah. for yeah for a long long time. Wow. And um had an absolute blast, you know. And I I got on really really well with him. Mm. Um I always called him my fiance. Right. right. <laughs> and you know, any time he was doing any dangerous stunts like walking off the side <laughs> of the street into the street I'd say oh you better sign this at last will <laughs> and <As a way. laughs> <laughs> to Fiona Russell Waters <laughs> uh, and he used to get uh, there was um, he used to get fan mail from all over the world and a lot of it would come into our office and he used to get these weird looking letters from um, San Diego and there was this guy called I won't say his name um, but his name is Jack, and um, he wrote, and so Ben answered it with a, with a signed photo, and then he wrote back and he'd drawn a beard on this, on this <laughs> photo and said, you are my father, you will bring $200,000 around to my house in a suitcase um, or I will tell everybody. So I thought, ooh, he's sounding a little bit loopy now, you know. Mm. Um, so didn't write any more, but I ha- received a few more of these letters. And then I got another one saying, where's my $200,000? And I said, Ben, have you taken that $200,000 <laughs> round to your son Jack yet? And he said, no, I'll do it next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, great. Now, um, yeah, Greg... Um, Back to drums. So, are you completely self-taught? No, no, no I didn't think it no, no, no. your
1: Technique. Um, I went to Donny Schlegelm for a while. You did, okay. Yeah, yeah, and I was actually there when he invented the, the double pedal. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh. I was there. I was at the. I was at his.
0: his I've had. Teach- I've
1: heard, I've had Dave on the. podcast. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 I he's, teaching he's teaching me. He's teaching me. teaching me, and he's gone. Oh, he said, what maybe if I, you yeah, know, Donnie's like that, maybe if I do this down mm. on the pedal, doing this I'm thinking, oh, shit, man, what are you doing? That's why, It's that's wow. listen. And, you, and Yeah, so that's how, you, that's wow. how he that's did fun. the double pedal, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. And then he invented the floating shell. you yep. know. Yep, yep. And mm. I, think, uh, I think he uh, tried to, well, Pearl, they had a big thing with Pearl. The free floating thing, yeah, yeah, you know, and that was, he lost a lot of money, I think he did. I'm not too sure that's just mm. me. Uh, because he went to court and this, that, and the other but pearl, pearl company had so much money that they, yeah, that's right, you know, they threw him out mm. anyway, yeah. Yes. But, yeah, Donnie, so I went to Dolly for I don't know, not, not long, probably nine months or something like that. But mm. you know, he taught me you know, how to do things, you know. Mm. And uh, he actually, there was a guy came and, and wanted me to go, or he, there was a somebody said they wanted a drummer in uh, Philippines or somewhere, you know, but I was nervous and, you know, I didn't didn't have any confidence at all, you know, but I could have gone over there and who knows what Mm. would have happened and I didn't, so just hung about Sydney and did the thing, but, you know, there was opportunities there, but, uh, yeah, so I went there and then uh, and then I just gigged around for a while and uh, I think this is about 1968, Mm -hmm. you
0: know, and four years later I've been doing this Superstar. Yeah, yeah, so before we get to that. Yeah. Who were some of the other drummers around town, the Cats? Oh, okay. That you, that you were looking up to and, and well, was ghost, Derek, ghosting? or? Well, yeah, well, I was
1: only a kid, so mm. um, Derek Fairbrass, who owned uh, Drum, Drum City, mm. you know, down at, um, I think Hamish went there for lessons a mm. long time ago. Yeah, mm. Derek Fairbrass was, was one of them and uh, Jackie Duden, I think it was. He was another drummer, and uh, Donny Sledgeman, of course, mm. and Alan Gilbert, who's another teacher of mine again. Mm. He's a great player as well. And so they, they, were, the, they were the main guys, you know. Mm. The rock players, uh, I didn't know any of them. You know? Right. I didn't know any of them. Barry Woods was another drummer. Um, and, uh, oh, um, Turnbull, Alan Turnbull. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Alan Turnbull, he was, he was quite amazing too. I actually rang him up one day for lessons. I was about 18 or something. I said, "Well, oh, Mr Turnbull, do you teach the drums? Could you te-? No, mate, I don't teach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that was, you know, I would have loved to have gone to him. But yeah. No, mate, I don't teach you. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, um, can I just talk to you? Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. So that was the end of that one. And, and then, um, <laughs> I just joined a little band, so a band called Ben Turpin. I was in for a while and the trademark, you know, a little, and uh, yeah. And we did the Beach Boys. We actually supported the Beach Boys at the stadium, you know. Yeah, right. And uh, we were sort of four little white boys with no soul, you know. Like, right. I, I dug soul, but none of us had it, you know. Right. And uh, we were sort of, we were supporting these dudes, you know, and uh, that was fun. I went outside for a cigarette, you know, because like, in those days it's a smoke. I went out and the stadium was just a tin shed mm. in those days, just mm. a tin shed, you know. And, you, and you'd, you'd walk out the back door of the stage and you'd be at the front straight away, bang, you're out there. Right. It's right. In the smoke. Right. And so I want to get back in again. I'm going back in again. Bloke in the red coat. Sorry, mate, you can't go in there. I said, why? I just did a gig. I just want to go back in and get me there. No, mate, you can't. Where's your ticket? (laughs) What the fuck? Mate, I just played. No, mate, you can't go in. I said, oh, Jesus Christ, what am I going to do? So I, I had to wait for the band to come out. I was sitting in the look, car to look for you. Yeah, look for me. Yeah. We finished the gig,
0: right?
1: And they're in there partying along with the Beach Boys and having a great time. Oh. I'm out in the backyard.
0: So where did they think you were?
1: Where did? They, well, they just did care. They were yeah. having a great time. <laughs> Fuck Greg, you know? Yeah. Who cares? And so I'm, I'm sitting in the car waiting for them.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Half an hour later, they come out. You yeah. know, yeah. I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to back in. I wasn't allowed in there. Right. So, but then, what
2: happened to your drum kit? Oh, I gave the what was his
1: yeah, name? No, was a tennis. was tennis. Yeah, tennis. Scra- well, he broke his snare. Right. So I gave him mine. He broke mine. So like he was oh. a heavy hitter. This was dude. he right? Well, you
2: know, he was a heavy hitter.
1: Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like <an> heavy hitter. <laughs> yeah. So you know, he broke my my snare. His snare. You know. He yeah, didn't
2: so. give you another snare in replacement. or oh, pay shit. you. Oh shit! No. No. He was a star. I was just a, no, yeah. just a skinny
1: little, little white kid it's with my soul. you
0: should have given me three stairs. Yeah, know anyway,
1: <laughs> that, that, was fun. that was fun. That was all good. Mm. So, yeah, but in those days, man, you, you, you'd cut your gear in. You'd have no roadies. There's no roadies really yeah. it?
0: Yeah.
1: And, oh, yeah, and the, there was an ro- evolving stage there. Mm-hmm. So it was a tin shed. And um, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a weird sort of a setup. That, yeah, you know, yeah. And
0: then after that, years later, I'm I'm back there at the entertainment centre. Yeah. And I'm an opening that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we'll. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um now Fizz, what what made you leave the UK, and come to Australia?
2: I don't know, I think I had itchy feet. Oh. I'm not sure. I could see well So I,
0: so the, the, the Thames studio job was done it wasn't well, it wasn't, but i oh, right. just
2: I felt um that I needed it. I could see the writing on the wall that the yep. way television was going. it was going down to reality and t right. v and all that shit you know right. Uh, right. and I thought, no, I don't really want to do that, and I just got itchy feet, Yeah. and I wanted to go and sit on a desert island and um and never return, really. <laughs> So I did do that. I I went to Tonga, the Mm -hmm. kingdom of Tonga, and I was there. It really only lasted about six months. I worked for an American guy who had a trimaran, and he used to take tourists just to the little islands Mm -hmm. for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did that for a while, and then I thought, ooh, now what do I do? Mm. And um, my brother and sister-in-law said, come on over. To Sydney, and um, we've, got a, we've got a gig going. So I said, oh, right, well, I don't... It's a theatre gig. Mm. Oh, I really don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, I dived in head first. Mm. I was given a lot of help by Peter Neufeld, who was the lighting designer, and he was really the stage manager, but he handed it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did this big uh, extravaganza, really, called um, Reunion, which John and Stuart had cooked up together. Mm -hmm. And um, so the first meeting we had about it was over at Stuart Darietta's in Kenthurst. Off we went, and Greg was sitting just opposite to the right of me. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was the first time I met Greg. Right. And then we went and did rehearsals in. Um, it was a Street.
1: It was the Count's sun studio. Yeah, right?
0: yeah.
1: Peter um, Contini's
2: studio. Peter
0: Contini's place. I'm sorry. What what were you doing there when? When yeah, you guys? Knew? He
2: was playing. He, I was playing. He the drums. playing drums? Right, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he was, yeah. Yeah. So he was, was in, in the, the band. band.
0: Part of the band. Yeah. Right, okay. and, yeah.
2: And John was saying, "Well, oh, mm-hmm. you know, Greg's like one of the best drummers in Australia. You mm-hmm. know, and best drummer in the house. <laughs> yeah. But then <laughs> he got over 16 see <laughs> yeah. And, um, so, you know, and I just, and I met Tony and, um, I'm new Stewie and everybody else, so, well, a few others, and so then we started rehearsing and, um, and i sit around and we you know, you get a break mm-hmm. and everybody's sort of doing stuff, mm-hmm. and Jackie Weaver was in the show, mm-hmm. she was great fun, mm-hmm. so... It was good to have another gal on board, right? Um, and so then we went on the road. I didn't record the album, there. there. Yes, I think you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: So Peter Contini put the album That's together, right, yeah. And then, um, and so we had a great old time. We went on the road, and um, we did. Uh, first of all, we went up to Newcastle uh, at the Civic. Um, And this show, not being known at all, Mm. was sort of selling, but not too brilliantly. Mm. Um, um, But everything was sort of thrown at it, Um, and the critics in in Newcastle were fine. Uh, Then we went to Melbourne, and there was a theatre critic there who just tore it to shreds, Mm. um, which was... Rather sad, really, and we were all sitting there at one in the morning in the bar of the Como, and this lovely barman was saying, um, we, we all sat there reading it, and it went very quiet, as you can imagine, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and this barman jumped up and he said, so, you don't want to see the tattoo on my ass, then? And he showed us his yeah. tattoo yeah. on the right bottom. Yeah. The Kama Hotel.
1: Know, yeah. Is it called the Kama now? Oh, no, I, I don't know. know. It's, it's probably... a beautiful hotel. Like no, it was lovely. It was... Proud, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and that... This guy just got up and, here's my ass, here's, <laughs> my ass. here's a tattoo. He yeah. could
0: <laughs> see what had <laughs> happened. It was my
2: Yeah. And then um, um, and my, um, my sister-in-law at the time, Sal, had been saying, oh, Greg's really nice, isn't he? And I was yeah. saying... Right. I was like, oh, shut up, So I don't want to meet anybody. She said, no, no, I'm not saying anything, I'm not saying anything. It's just, he's really nice, isn't he? I said, yes, yes, he's very nice, yes, indeed. Yeah. And then one evening I got back, I think just probably just prior to that, we'd been building the set, which was monster. Mm. And uh, I got back and I was sober as a judge. Greggy was sitting there having had a couple of beers mm. and... Um, Sal said, "Oh, oh, Fizz, why don't you come and talk to Greg?" And, <laughs> and she, she sidled off. So we sat and had a chat, and then we, and um, we discovered our rooms had been put sort of next to each other because mm. I'd swapped with one, um, with one of the band because he had his kids coming to stay. Mm. And Greg had been flooded from his room. A <laughs> bath, what was it, a
1: sauna, a spa, wasn't it? A spa, it? yeah. Above my, above my room. Yeah. Right. And someone left it on. It yeah.
2: was just, just raining. That must happen so often <laughs> in those places, yeah, mustn't right. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd, you'd think you'd have a, you know, one of those plug hole outlets, I think you? they do now. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so we uh, sort of had a few drinks and then... Uh, Went our weary ways. I said, well, I'm just here. And he said, well, I'm just here. So I said, oh, mm. well, that's handy to know.
1: Mm. <laughs> Remember we, we were walking up there 4 o'clock in the morning and there was joggers running around. Yeah. Joggers in the, in in the, the hall, corridor. In the corridors. A couple <laughs> of joggers. And I thought, like, what the fuck's going on? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was weird, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Morning. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: would inspire you to go for a run. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I was yes.
2: half-pissed. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. So then, uh, yes, yeah, so
2: eventually we got to know each other and yeah. then eventually we got
0: married. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah. All right, let's go back to um, the Jesus Christ Superstar gig, oh. how that came about. And, um, oh,
1: it is. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of it all now. Well...
0: My first so, wife, so, so, yeah. so, for the listeners, this is the first Australian production the, the of really the very first one, yeah, nineteen seventy-two. Yeah, is that right. Yeah, yeah.
1: and um, I was in the before, just before that. How I got that gig, I was in a band with Barry uh, Barry McCaskill, and it was a band called the Levi Smith Clefs. You know, there's many many versions of that. So, anyway, in that band was Michael Carlos, who eventually became musical director of uh, Superstar. Mm-hmm. Ted the Head, who was a guitar player. Beautiful guy, lovely people. Anyway, Ted the Head. Ted the Head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so stop there for a sec. How, how did you get that name? Well, <laughs> not because, not through smoking. Mm. It's just, <laughs> I love Ted, he's a beautiful guy. Mm. But he, but he did look like a screaming skull. So he's skull got, so he's at got the a time. head. He's
0: got a head on him. He had a head like a right. screaming
1: skull. But, okay. but, but now it's better. Now. He's got, it's he's, come he's good. got his teeth, and he looks great. Fantastic right. <laughs> guy. But anyway, and Yuck Harrison from from, uh, from New Sizzle, he came out with Bax Marrow. and then, so it was us doing this gig with with with. Um, Barry,
2: <laughs> Barry McCaskill. Barry McCaskill. Mm-hmm. So
1: we're doing this gig, and, uh, and and Michael, we've done that gig, and Michael Carlos says, "Oh, he rings me up and says, There's a uh, we're doing this superstar, and I'm the MD. Would you like to come down and audition in a couple of weeks to see you know, see how you go?'" Mm. So I've gone, "Yeah, superstar. Okay, what is that superstar? Never rid of it, but okay." So anyway, in England they had a they had the they had the album out. Okay. So I, I get this album, exactly the same score as right. as what we've got. I couldn't read a You're not note. a reader at this oh, time? Not, yeah. a, not a reader. Couldn't mm-hmm. read mm-hmm. Couldn't read the newspaper, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm at home. I, I'm living with my wife at Coogee. Mm-hmm. We're living in a boarding house, and the boarding house is for like $14 a week, just me and her. She's got a gig at the Coogee Bay Hotel. I'm at home with a little... Little record player, like one of those old, fashioned record player, tiny one. Mm. There's no Walkmans or anything like mm. that. Mm. And I'm listening to the album, picking it up with mm. the, the needle, putting it down, doo-doo-doo-doo, learning it, poet fashion for two mm. weeks. I walk into this place. It was so. Uh, what was it called? Uh, it was in. It was in. Harry Bruce spoke about the gig that he did. Um, Broadway, in Broadway it was, the old Phoenician club. It was an old Phoenician club, but they named it some other thing. Mm. Anyway, I walk into the audition and there's like nine million musicians in there, you know, all doing the audition. Mm. So I'm thinking to myself, no, I'm going to do this gig, you know, mm. I don't know anyone except Ted, you know, mm. and Michael, but, you know, there's lots of them, you know. I'm not getting the gig because I know them, you know. Mm. Anyway. I'm I'm at the back of the bar having a few drinks, you know, thinking no, there's no way oh, my name gets called up. And the and the MD uh, Patrick Flynn, who was the conductor, he conducted here as well, comes out with his briefcase filled with filled with fly shit, fly shit, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> charts, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh God. He says, "Okay, we're going to do this five four song." Okay, so I would know this. I know da, 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 da Okay, I'm playing a song, this is great. Okay, now I'm going to do seven eight. Oh, 7 seven, nine, eight, one.
2: Okay, pretending to read it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm look, I'm just looking at you know nothing. Just the the so I anyway, get the gig. I get mm. the gig, man, really, and i think, thinking, "Wow, this is cool. You know, this is great." So that that was fine. I've got the gig. We rehearsed at um, Doncaster Theatre at Kensington. We do all that, and it was all
2: great. Oh, and um, say about how John English came up to you and said hello. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He said,
1: John, "Yeah, we can do all this." and John comes up and says, "So, oh, good I'm John English. I'm the, uh, I'll, be playing. I'll be playing Judas." I said, oh, good on you, mate. I'm Greg Henson. I'll be playing the drums. (laughs) (laughs) We hit it off and we've been mates since 1972. Yeah. Yeah. On and off for 30, 35, 40 years or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, the first opening night in Adelaide, right? Do the gigs. Fine. Fantastic. I'm reading the, (laughs) I'm reading the, the, um, the coffee stones, you know, knowing, yeah. Coffee stones. In the dribble and the sneezes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Already in the coffee stains. And at the end of the gig, you know, like <laughs> you've got the nuns out the front and they're protesting. They didn't dig it at all. All the nuns in the Catholic Church and all that. Mm. There was the protesters all over the place. <laughs> and so that night, it was party time. So after the gig, we went to Don Dunstan's. He um, was the, he um, was, uh, what was he? It was the Premier. Is... The Premier of South Australia. Mm-hmm. So we go to each place, oh, not place but government house or whatever it is, beautiful backyard. Backyard is like botanical gardens, you know. Mm. And you had the string quartets and all this, that, the other. and I was in my tuxedo and I'm in there and I'm drinking this champagne. I'm only 22 years old. I'm drinking champagne. First time I ever drank champagne, mm. drinking the one glass. Off. This is great. Another glass. Oh, yeah, fantastic, you know. After about 10 glasses of this stuff, chug-a-lug, I fall over. <laughs> oh, I <I'm> have a tuxedo <laughs> <laughs> you know there's a one of yeah. four I've a tuxedo <clears throat> so you've got, remember, you've got to remember this that um, imagine this that it's, you're in this place the premier there so you'd have there's other people there that are just as high as him or even higher all right? so I'm on my back and this guy reaches down and what have you been eating <laughs> oh chicken chicken legs chicken wings you know chicken yeah. legs yeah. so I'm on my back right? On the floor, champagne glasses falling <laughs> fallen over, right? My chicken leg in one hand, fallen over. I'm on my back. And this voice, are you all right, son? Do you want a hand? And this guy, and I look up, and it's Gough Whitlam. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gough Whitlam. Big, oh, yeah. Oh. Next to him is his wife, Margaret, right? <laughs> Margaret Whitlam. And next to him is the next... Prime Minister Bob Hawke, oh, <laughs> and he's Mrs. Hazel. And I'm on my back going, Yeah, thanks for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. So the next day, uh, <laughs> that's that day. It gets worse or better, which is why you look at it. <laughs> the next day, I go to the gig at the Memorial Tennis Courts in Adelaide. I go to the gig. I can't read music, right, in those days, yeah. I go up to Patrick Flynn. Patrick, I can't find my music. This is like an hour, half an hour before the gig starts again. 12,000 people out there. I can't find my music, Patrick. And he's gone, fuck, man. What do you mean you can't find it? I don't know where it is. You
2: know?
1: He says, what am I going to do? What are you going to do, Greg? How are you going to do this gig, man? Fuck, man. um, He just looked at me like, (laughs) he's going to kill me, you know. I said, oh, it'd be okay, mate. Be fine, Patrick. I'll do it, no worries. So, I've done the gig (laughs) because I've never read before, anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I've done the gig, and he's come up to me and he's gone, Greg, that was amazing. How did you do that? Nothing Patrick, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just read the Coffee Stones and figured yeah. out what well was going on, you know, oh, it's it was brilliant. all good fun. But I did find the music, yeah. I gave it to Mike Wade, who was a guitar player in the band, right, that day or that night, and I didn't, you know, he didn't give it to me at the gig, right. <laughs> So,
0: yeah, so I mean. So, at what stage did you start to learn to read? Did you sort of self straight after that day? <laughs> after that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> what I'm going to ask is, um, yeah. those charts you were getting then were, were they drums, percussion charts? Or were you just getting the lead sheets? Mm. Oh no, they were drum charts. Yeah, oh, they were. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But there was another funny thing. We do the of tennis courts, mm. and uh, at the time. Um, Mary Magdalene Magdalen mm-hmm. was played by Michelle Forden, who's now passed away, you know. Anyway, her, she's up there on a beanbag. Mm. Uh, she's combing her hair, trying not to give or whatever she's singing, you know, she's combing <laughs> her hair with a beanbag, right up the top. And you've got, down the bottom, you've got us on the platform. You've got all the percussionists, you know, you've got percussion, timpanis, yep. drums. And Michael had... Um, Patrick Flynn had a baton, mm-hmm. which lit up. Was lit up, <laughs> uh, and he'd be, he'd be conducting with his baton, and the timpani person or the percussionist was Ellis Horman. and it you know nice string passages, and it head. Boom, boom boom boom. He'd be churning up his, his tips, <laughs> boom boom boom. boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You know? he'd be churning up his tips, and Patrick Flynn looks at him and says. I'm going to kill you mate. And, you know. and Mary Magdalene is doing her hair with the brush at the top. The brush she's using slips off the beanbag and she's done it. Right. Hits the hits the um, the scaffolding to me. Hits the other doing, bang, bang, bang. Bounces on off one Tiffany, boing. And, he, and then jumps up in the head, bounces off the other tippy, boing, boing. And Patrick with his with his with his with his, with his baton goes, you fucking and throws the baton at him. And there's this light coming from the baton, hitting him in the head. <laughs> hitting it's the last time I ever saw Errol Thomas again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, that was the
2: enemy. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, oh mate, it was so funny. You'd have to look him up and find out what he's doing. Oh, maybe he would have. Been. He's probably gone now.
1: Yeah, so, you know but you know, it's like every time I see it's a bit of lightning in the sky, or yeah, right, thunder <laughs> <Except> or <whatever. laughs> I think of the sky frogs baton. <laughs> oh, god, yeah, yeah,
0: you go, you wouldn't be dead for me, would you? Yeah, <laughs> so, um. <laughs> So, Superstar, Jesus Christ Superstar, that would basically have been the start of everything. Oh, it's fantastic. Mate. The people oh. you would have met there. Oh,
1: and God. i met all the people I've ever worked with, I've kind of met there, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like Steve Wright. A,
2: it is a huge club, really, oh, isn't it? Oh, right yeah, 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 yeah. Hair and Superstar. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Steve Wright, mm. Stevie Wright, and... Uh, oh. John Paul Young and, and uh, poor old Rory, who just passed away last year, Rory O'Donoghue, mm. um, Marcia Hines, and, oh, everyone, mate. Just... Mm. And, and Reg Livermore. And I've worked with all these dudes. Mm. You know, like Reg, you know, I've done all his shows, like lots of them, mm. Betty Blockbuster and Wonder Woman and the Artie Jack show with Rory and, you know, mm. Marcia's, thing. And then Jono... Mm. John English. John English, yeah. All his stuff. All that. Mm. So yeah, it's been good. It's been good fun. Mm. So yeah, but you know, there's a lot of. I mean, day and age, it's uh, that doesn't happen anymore, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I don't think it does. No, it doesn't
2: seem to, does it? Because everything's taken a different direction. I mean, and that's fair enough.
0: You Mm. you have to go with the flow, don't you? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's certainly um, musicians that are playing in the. Maybe and not so much the theatre shows because I guess what happens with the theatre shows if if someone has to take a bit of a leave from the theatre show, you know, yeah. there's a chance they might not get their gig back. Yeah, yeah so yeah. they lock themselves down yeah, for that. Yeah, but yeah. 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 Um, yeah. you look at the, some of the TV show players. Yeah. Um, they're they're playing everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. In my day, I mean. Well, I never thought that, oh, if I have a day off, someone's going to grab my gig. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't like it's that. It's the loyalty thing, eh? It was just everyone was doing their gig, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think this day and age, it's, 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 you know, you've got to look out for that shit, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad I've, I've reached the age now where I don't have to worry about all that stuff, you mm-hmm. know? It, it'd be scary when mm, young. Yeah, young, young yeah, years, yeah, yeah. It'd mm-hmm. yeah, be really scary would. on many things. there's so many on so, so many, many levels. levels. <laughs> there's yeah. so many great musicians out there today. They're mm. fantastic. Like, gee, you look at YouTube, you see all these cats doing all this stuff.
0: Mm. It's fantastic. Mm. fantastic. We were we were talking earlier before out, out the back, we were we, about some um, especially through this COVID stuff, yeah. everybody's trying to position themselves. Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. And you That's know, right. To getting themselves into a lane that, like, wants a bit of a go ahead, you know, that that kind of first to that gig. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, what's so. what's it gonna do to the price of, you know, the the value of musicians? I know. Well, just you know,
2: everything seems to be going to suffer, mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. it? It's mm-hmm. all going to suffer unless. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe it's just going to go like that, and then it'll, hopefully it'll, it'll come back up again at some mm. point. And yeah, uh, but no, I don't think it's going to come up like it is, like it has. No, been. no, I don't. You no, know,
1: I think this 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 virus thing is going to be around for a long, long like, time. Yeah, but
2: I just feel as though everything's going to go a lot more local. So you'd be local, yeah. local. You're yeah, like, yep. You know, yep. you yeah, a legend have. in your own lunchtime, and yeah, true. So it probably should be, and then mm. you know. If you get very well known in one location Then maybe you'll go to another one and, yep. and, but Yeah uh, Yeah, it's weird a Weird. Mm. A weird. These are weird times For yep. sure yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode Of the podcast As you know, the Gig Life Podcast is free You don't have to pay anything ever But if you find the value in the Gig Life Podcast You can donate or leave a tip Go to com. Click on that donate button and give as little or as much as you like, and just know that anything you give will go back into creating great content for this podcast. All right, back to the episode. All right, let's talk about the John English gig, and obviously you met John on the Superstar thing. <laughs> How did it come about that you're playing in his, in his band? Did he come? Was it the other guys in the in the Superstar band? Uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, gee, it was just just asked us, you know. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to
1: remember, mate. How did it come about? Just, oh. I did. I think I did his album, his first one, "One Dark Sea," mm-hmm. um, and then uh, how did I? But well, yeah. you were, you had a band, didn't you? Mm. Well, the band, the the actual band was in in Superstar, was basically Baxter fund. Yep. Right. Mm. That was the band. Mike Wade was the guitar player. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant. Brilliant. I learned so much from Mike Wade. Yeah, He's given up now. He doesn't mm-hmm. play anymore, but he's great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then we had um, Ken Firth. Ken Firth was from Melbourne. He was a bass player. He's still playing. Um, and so it just came about. Mm. Hey, guys, I'm doing a gig. You know, you want to Yeah, right. A gig. And right. that's how it kind of worked. That's right. how it went on, you know. And... Uh, and then a few of the guys left, you know, that, that gig, you know, like um, Ken, Ken Firth went to do Hair, I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or no, or would it have been Godspell or something. Or it? something. Oh. And so he got a guy called Frank Collier in to, to pl- work with Baxter Fund mm-hmm. and he was a great player too. He still is, you know. He doesn't play much but he's, God, oh, he's a great player. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that don't play with They're great, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. They just, yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I went on the road with, we went on the road with John as Baxter Fund. And then those guys slowly left Mm -hmm. and guys came
0: in and turned the thing around to Foster Brothers, you know. Right. So how did it become Foster Brothers? Just. Was there (laughs) any Fosters in the band? No. No? No. We
1: drank Foster's beer.
0: Yeah. That's how it
1: started. Okay, cool. And people will come up and say, you know, at the end of the gig or whatever. <laughs> oh, so you're brothers. Yes, we are. You know, <laughs> oh, and, and your brother is it was him. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. And so they went away thinking they knew a lot right. more than what somebody else did. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know.
2: Right. So basically it was just about drinking. Yes. Cool. <laughs> but, oh, my God, I wouldn't have called myself the Foster Brothers. That's disgusting. No, beer. no, exactly. <laughs> but in those days it was great. But
1: yeah. then we thought, well, this is, we had, we had a super VB. We thought, Shit, we should have been called the VB Brothers, <laughs> the Victoria Brothers, <laughs> the Victoria Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So anyway, there, there's a lot of stories about Backs of Fun, but yeah, I'm just trying to think of think of them. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was great, great band. Jamie McKinley was a keyboard player who was in Superstar as well. He, he's rest in peace. Jamie Jamie passed away not uh, long ago. Not long ago, mm. you know. So mm. he was a lovely guy, great piano player. Gee. Michael yeah. Carlos now is something to do with Fairlight since, you know, he's mm-hmm. the boss of that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was Baxter Fund. And we did, the first thing we did after the Superstar thing, with, you know, apart from John, we, we, the first one we did after Superstar was Marsha. We did her. We mm-hmm. did the gig yeah. at, at Crow's, Crown Street called uh, mm-hmm. Jules, Jules Nightclub. And they people would line up around the corner on like, right. Crown Street to get in. But it was, wasn't was Marcia Hines and Baxter Funt. It was Baxter Funt with Marcia Hines. Right. And that was Baxter Funt with John English. Right. You know. But then as they got to turn into stars, so yeah. it was the yeah. other way around. You <laughs> got to, which, yeah. is, which is what happens with um, that sort of stardom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm playing in Jules one night. This is funny. I just thought about this. I'm playing in Jules. Right? There's a great big window. Behind this big whip, yeah, big stained glass window. The band's playing along. And next time I hear this sound. Right? I look up, and there's a hole in the window where someone shot a gun
2: <laughs> through
1: in Crown Street through the window.
2: He didn't like you playing. Yeah, he probably didn't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Shut the fuck up, <laughs> baby. <laughs>
2: It honestly oh, a oh, bullet shit. hole through the through the window,
1: you know. And I thought, fuck it, you know I mean, what sort of gig away you at, you know. Yeah.
0: Did you ever work out where it possibly could have come from? Probably passing from, from car, a car or something. Yeah. 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 Pretty yeah. shit shot then.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> but could you be <laughs> could you be seen through the window then? Probably the shadow of the people on stage, right? Know.
1: Right. And out the front there were kind of statues. There were statues of you know naked to sort of, the Greek goddesses and stuff. Mm. So but he might have been trying
2: to shoot at that. Yeah, and missed and went through. The but window. it would have been um, like not a not a very powerful gun if it just made know, a hole. No? I guess I, I, mean,
1: I couldn't tell you, mm-hmm. but all I know there was a hole there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <Jesus laughs> luckily, it wasn't in my head.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Typical drummer story, eh? Yeah, yeah. Next yeah, yeah. week he will spontaneously compassed.
0: I've
2: got nothing
1: like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well I've done i I've done another gig I it's was up a in big orange. Big, yeah. <laughs> Just getting back to another story. I mean, yeah. this, this happened in those days, you know. <laughs> in the sixties, you know, I was doing this gig up in orange with the, the band I was in, uh, Ben Turpin, you know. And uh, and these guys wanted to fight us, you know what I mean? Like we were playing <laughs> we were playing at a just a gig, you know, doing a gig, doing our thing, trying to be good, you know, and then, and these guys in the came up in the lame way going, "Hey, you're fucking, you know, you're taking our girls away from us or something, you know?" Mm-hmm. No, mate, we're just playing the, we're just playing in a band, you know, mm-hmm. but they wanted to, you know, <laughs> I might look tough, but I'm. I'm I'm as weak as
2: piss oh. <laughs> Well, no, your brother's in the, in the oh, yeah, pub great. in... The oh, shit! yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah maybe.
0: So we've got another story coming up. Another right? story After of, a, of the early early
1: days. Okay. Yeah. Go on. on. It, yep. Okay. So I'm playing in the Page of Rex Hotel. Just right. Page with Rex. Yeah. Now, hang on, me. let's finish the laneway story. Oh, oh, that's all right. We just shed ourselves and got told. <laughs> to <cat> oh, that's <laughs> it. And pissed off, you know. What
0: a shit, <laughs> what a shit story that was. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that is. <laughs> but anyway, doing this gig in uh, Page with Rex, the first one of the. Oh, well, it wouldn't be the first gig I ever did. I was about 18 or something. And. Uh, and the Aboriginals, you know, I love them, you know. Mm. The, a lot of them were my friends. Mm. But they'd come down from La Perouse and, and we were Maruba boys. And This is in the 60s, mm. right? Mm. And we'd everyone would fight each other in those days. Everyone yeah. was having a blue. Yeah. And I'd be playing the drums in the band and, and my brother gets up and he's fighting. Both your brothers. Both of them. <laughs> they're, they're fighting. They're not my brothers, but they're fighting the Aboriginals, or, you know, up there from La Perouse and... and and so I'm, I'm looking I'm playing the drums and I'm looking at this fighting, everyone's fighting. I'm thinking, shit, my brothers are getting you know, they're getting hit <laughs> by these guys. So so I've jumped off the drum kit and I've dived down because the, the drum kit was on a the drum kit was up there and there was a floor down there quite a way down. So I had to dive off the drums onto the guy that's punching my <laughs> <the> brother.
2: <laughs> so a bit like a scene out of the um the what, cowboy movie. No, what was that film? Um <laughs> The, not the Commodores, what was it called? I don't know. About a band and the drummer kept getting off and <laughs> going, going and, oh, <laughs> God! with Andrew Strong who was the singer. Oh, 90. Commitments. Yeah, Commitments. Oh, okay, That's right. Yeah. That he kicked just,
0: like, just like that. that He'd same... go on stage and hit yeah. On that right. <laughs> yeah. It was the same right, line. Right. Same
1: thing. And it was like a cowboy western. It was yeah. like Once Upon a Time in the West, Yeah. Know? Yeah. and everyone's fighting and this is like, this is nineteen sixty seven, sixty-eight, you know, when that when all that was happening. But yeah. then
2: when you'd have your punch up, did you get back on the kit and carry yeah, on yeah. with the well, song? I had
1: to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 and then he said a telecrist on there, you know, telequist. My brother said to me, because he's six years older than me, my older brother, so he'd be seventy-seven or something now. But in those days <laughs> he said, Oh, listen mate. <laughs> I want to win the Towan Quest, okay? The, the prize was a half a dozen bottles of beer. That was it. Mm-hmm. I said, Oh, mate, you, you can't win it. Yeah, I'm going to get up with my, two of my mates. We're going to sing, That'll be the day. That'll be the day. <laughs> I said, Well, you know, you can't win because, you know, I'm your brother. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, he's bigger than me, my brother. <laughs> Just fucking get me winning. Okay, rich no Lawrence, so he's up there. That'll be the day, <laughs> you know. Singing out, of chair, horrible, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the winner is Richard Hudson and such and such and such. And so I had to give my brother's, you know, here. because the winner, mate. That's good on you. And all the other people are going, he was lousy, <laughs> you know.
2: He's rude. a lousy singer. And that's how corruption starts. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't point fingers at the Trump family. <laughs> they learn from the best, the Yeah. That
0: yeah. <laughs> no, was fun. Very good. Um, talk a little bit about the the um, the music. Yeah. Um, when you're playing in uh, the John English band, I was listening to the live album the last yeah. couple of days. Yeah. And it just sounds. So incredibly fun to play and yeah. and busy. It's not straight. It's mm. Mm. you know. Yeah. Um that must have been a fucking hoot to play
1: that stuff. Well it was, yeah. Mm. We and we we just arranged all that you know, you know, in you know, we just suggest things and do this. So oh, what about we do this? Way? We mm. do and then it just evolved over time. Yeah, yeah. Would you say it you was know.
2: organic?
1: Organic, yeah, mm. that's a good word. Yeah. And um yeah, and it was just fun you know, it was great. It was good. It was it was a challenging thing to play, you know, mm. a lot of those things, especially, yeah, the, yeah. especially the overture which goes on forever, you yeah. know, all, all these different things going Excellent. on. Excellent, yeah. And uh, that was great, you know, and, I, and Hollywood 7 and all these sort of things, you mm. know, live version. I never, I didn't do the original recording of, of Hollywood 7. I did the, the live ones, you know, which was different arrangements mm. all together. And that was fun. And I wrote a, I wrote a couple of songs with John. I wrote a song called The Shiny. I wrote I wrote the lyrics for that one and also Hello High Water, which which was the lyrics for that, which went on to Paris, you know, the musical Paris. Mm. Which he changed the words. Right Paris. <laughs> right. But anyway, yeah. I still get a credit. Of course. But the first the original one was was it was recorded with my lyrics on it, it was fantastic. And mm. The Shining, we wrote that on the way to Darwin in 1981. Right. 1981, it was, mm. and uh, yeah, on a plane. <laughs> we got off the plane and it was done. It was great. You <laughs> like played it, you played
2: it probably you know, four days later, I thought well, a couple of days later,
1: mm.
2: and that was that was good. John, John, English used to introduce it and say. Um so well you know we we got very excited about writing this song called The Shining you know obviously it's about Stephen King's book and uh so we sent a copy to Stephen King <laughs> and we heard straight back from his lawyer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's uh, somebody did a somebody did a uh a video of it showing the Original film and the TV series intercut right. along to the, the music. the yeah. shining. Wow. Um, and so Stephen King must be aware of it because right. he's yeah. in the yeah. TV version, isn't he? Right, he's the barman. Yeah. No,
1: he was conductor.
2: Oh, the conductor. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. Was he in the film or the TV? I,
0: can't. I think he, oh, no, he was
1: in
2: the uh, TV.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. doesn't he, he cameos in all his films as well, doesn't Does he? Does it? No, that's, so, uh, uh, that's Alfred Hitchcock.
2: <laughs> well and he maybe does that as no, well no I'm pretty sure is he a, pretty, pretty sure, a, sure he does know, maybe yeah mm. so maybe he was in the film is that maybe right? he was um, but it, uh, it's a, uh, excellent have you ever seen that one no it's really good oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll look it up yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: it's pretty hard to find
2: I think it might be on my Facebook page ok yeah, it's, it's, on, it. It. it's on YouTube somewhere mm. yeah
0: just mm. look up the shining um, shining John English John perhaps. English I guess Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. 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 Um, so John English passed away 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which sounds like it was, you know, quite well, a shock. Yeah, to it, I right? got I got the so call at two nice.
1: thirty in the morning from his daughter Joseph, Joseph, Josephine. Yeah, mm. and she read me at two thirty in the morning because mm. oh, I was pretty close to John, mm. and uh, and I had to tell the other guys in the band that okay. that he passed away. You know. She didn't want to talk talk about it, about her. so so I get the call at two thirty morning. Oh, John John just passed away you now. It's oh God, you know. And then uh, yeah, that was that was it. Told everybody. And, uh, next minute we going to a funeral. John's funeral was weird.
2: It's mm. bonkers, and yeah. um, you know, for like when somebody close passes away, you go through. As long as it takes, going. Yeah. They're really gone. I yeah, can not yeah, believe it. it. Takes yeah. a while, you know, and we 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 still, still sat there for we is. still sit there now, sort of thinking he, you know, your phone was bigger than life, man. Mm. It was just yeah, his ego was huge, mm. you know. Yeah. And that, that, yeah, but he just um yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty bonkers that he left mm.
0: too early. Mm. You did, did you were you guys working at the time? Um, you were, well, you were was about not. to do things. We well, were
1: think. About to do things, but I think the last gig we
2: did was at. West... Oh, he'd been he'd been touring yeah. with Dekey and some, and you know, like a.
1: Yeah, but we dip. did we did a gig, didn't we? At West Leeds Club. Well, the, that
2: was the last thing. Was, at, was the last in thing, Newcastle? Yeah, but was. Last was gig. a long half uh, before we... No, that's on.
1: right. It was yeah. on and off. And it was it tours. was
2: right. It was an amazing gig. And it just tore the place to pieces. Mm-hmm. And when John came off stage, he was beaming. He was so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd never seen him that happy. Actually, he was. He just said, "This is what it's all about." Yeah, yeah he really got he was to back rise with the band. It. He was doing a band thing. Yep. it was you a know. proper Foster
1: he Brothers a, gig. you he know, right, a, right, he, right, you, right. you know, he might go off and do Pirates of Penzance or something. So yeah. yeah, but he was a really bad dude. You know, mm. he liked he liked being with the Foster Brothers.
2: Mm. You yeah. Know? Well, because they've got, because there are so many, you know, they're all an amazing bunch, Mm. basically. uh,
1: Good players. All such
2: great players and, you know, uh, and they're all just in lockstep.
0: Yep. Um, Mm. And you were talking earlier about how um, you guys didn't talk about the music very much. No, no, no. You'd work your songs out and then, like you said, organically kind of grow and then it's like. Play the gig and then hang out with me mates.
1: That's it, you know. That's it, man. Yeah. you know. And um, yeah, that's all we did. We just hung out with our mates. yeah. We did the gig. Great, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was all good. And and we and our time was, you know, we thought about the music. Don't think, you know, we thought about this is what we do for a living. This is we're going to get this right. We're going mm. to get it's going to happen. Mm. Then let's have a good time. And mm-hmm. we did. Yeah.
2: But at uh, John's uh, memorial. Concert at the, yeah. um... At the... the Capital Theatre. Capital Theatre. That's Theater.
1: where we, we started with the Star thing. So it was it's come the, full circle, uh, uh, which right, was nice. quite
2: poignant in yeah, a yeah, lot so of ways. Sure. And, and yeah, it was yeah. all put together by the family and, and, um... Um... Everybody, you know, did their bit. Mm. Um... And I think probably the Foster brothers, um... Blew everybody out of the <laughs> water that night, you know, um... Uh, just because it was it was uh, incredibly powerful, and uh, uh, Peter Couples, who used to do a gig with with um, John, mm. um, he said uh, when he'd done his little bit, he said he said, "Well, just thanks to the best rock band in the known." universe. <laughs> yeah. so you know, know, because him, they yeah. were mighty gave fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I said thanks Pete. Yeah. <laughs> it it was really mighty that night. Uh, it, just in particular because yeah, John had gone, you know yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But there was a funny side to it, wasn't there? I mean John's John's ashes was in a road case, Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. On Which stage. he he had requested. Yeah. It was in a road on the stage. And at the end of the gig he forgot to put his, ro- his, his ashes somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> all right? So his ashes are still in the road case right. while everyone's packing up and doing their shit, you know, <laughs> and there's his ashes in, in a road case. <laughs> oh, fuck, there's John in the road <laughs> case! <You don't... laughs> Better go and get him! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all cool.
0: Yeah, very good. Um Now you played on Slim Dusty's
1: yeah. Duncan. I play. did. That
0: was fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I, got I got to call the have a drink with Duncan. Yeah, I got the call and uh, turn up to do the gig. And, uh, so who did you get the call from? Oh, God. What is that? Bass player. Book. Yeah. Bass player. Uh-oh.
1: Yeah. You're in trouble. Yeah, I'll man. cut that bit. <laughs> that bit I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't, I've don't. forgotten the name of the guy's the man. Charlie yeah, was yeah. a guitar player. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I get this gig. And it's at EMI Studios in uh, Castle Street, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Castle Royston, in Castle Royce, EMI Studios in those days, it was 1980, I think it was, mm-hmm. there was three studios, was it? Studio A, Studio B and Studio C. Mm-hmm. Studio C was like a little room, man. It was like as big as that lounge, my lounge room, which mm-hmm. is not too big. And so we're in there and I'm in there with Slim and Slim says I don't want any uh, drums or anything in my cans except myself. Okay, fair enough. No drums, nothing, just him singing. So basically you had to go along with how he played. Yep, yep. And so, being a guitar player singing himself, the time wasn't kind of, which is fair enough, yep. just floated. And so you had to go with him. Yeah. I love the a drink with donkey. Yeah. I love the a drink with donkey. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It came. sounded great. Yeah, it does sound really yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that was all good. And I think it was, we did the album, we did the album. It was a family album or something.
0: Oh, you did the whole album, not just that yeah, yeah, one Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And it was fun. And that was 1980. You know, I was, you know, oh, I was still young and uh, I was always mm. nervous at sessions and things like mm. that, you know, especially... I mean, you look at my wall, and it's just yeah, right. slim dust, his gold records. Well, he owned it, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> he owned it,
0: right. and so uh, so that was fun.
1: I enjoyed that.
0: So the ner- the nervous thing were you like in there going, oh man, they probably should have called someone else. Or, oh yeah, you, know, you thinking? Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah well,
1: well, there's
0: there's know, a reason why they, they called you me. in the first place. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm not only just a rock and roll. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm pigeonholed at that, you know. Okay. People go, oh, John English yeah, drummer, you know. Just, right. But I'll i go down and listen to you know I'll listen to Jack Jack Dijonet play. Yeah, yeah. You know, thinking, well, this is fantastic. You yeah. Know, I can't play like that, but mm. I try to do shit like that. You know, mm. and just just get that feeling of, of him playing. Yeah. it's has got feel. As long as I've got, you get that feeling of, of that guy or, or that music. Mm. It's locked in. I, I kind of. I've never been a heavy metal listener. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fair enough. Mm. I don't. You know. So it's just that I don't kind of listen to it, so I don't like it. But I listen to all sorts of music, mm. yeah. You know. I listen to a lot of jazz, you know, Tony Williams and all these dudes, mm. and, 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 you know, all these guys. Now I've and taken
2: and, up the ukulele, yes, the Yeah, have to George was, Warby.
1: <laughs> yeah, George Warby. If it's an eye, we have we have a great time. She, awesome. She's got the ukuleles happening in the in the back back room now. I've got my practice kit. Going, off we go, we just... <laughs> What's that song you doing? doing?
2: <laughs> when I'm cleaning windows. When, or, or leaning on the lamp post. I'm leaning on the lamp post on, the <laughs> on the street. And do, 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 do. Oh, that's
1: that. We do all that shit. You have to keep your chops up for that one, oh, right? That's right. Yeah, that's
2: awesome. <laughs> but, uh, we just had a good time, right? yeah. I can't mm. keep up with it, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a
1: beginner. Yeah, that's, that's all good. Yeah. Oh, we did a gig last week. We went down to an old <laughs> yeah. French place. I'm, I'm, I'm talking an old French place. He's 88. He plays guitar. He's mm. lovely. And he, he's a beautiful man. Mm. He loves playing. Yeah. And so him and his mate is John, who plays the bass. Pommy John. Yeah. Pommy John. He rings up. Greg, can you come down and have a bit of a play with me, mate? We're having a great time, you yeah. know? he's only down the road mm. he? Oh, no, yeah, Adam on...
2: on the bass sorry Adam John. was
1: on the bass but it's John. the oh John's on the guitar mm. so we've got Adam from uh, Guitar Zone down in Sutherland he mm-hmm. comes along he owns that yeah we've got John on guitar who's you know he's in his late 70s mm. and we've got we've got uh, Alan who's 88 Fizz on the ukulele <laughs> right I me mean, cool. on a little cool. pad little practice pad yeah bass drum <laughs> yeah and a snare and a hat yeah and we just have a little play you know brilliant it's great, and yeah, mm. I, I just love playing,
2: there yeah. I don't care, you know. I don't care. I just love it. That's know. good. Yeah. I need to, I need to go into something to be in the background, because um, I get frightened when everybody says, "Right, what are you going to play?" I go, "I don't
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> nothing." Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Yes, What's yes, this? The song I just played. We'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, sort of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You
1: got to do a gig with Chuck Berry. Oh, yeah, I, right. So, so that was fun, yeah. Oh, because I was still with Star Surge before with, with, um, with, um, yeah, lots of people. Yeah, <laughs> <Star Surge. laughs> well, well recovered. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Lots of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <And>, uh, <sighs> yeah. Jamie Reed was the, was he, uh, Jamie Riggs was the MD. Got it. You know, Jamie Riggs was the MD. <laughs> and so we're doing Star Searching. He says, Greg, um, they're bringing Chuck Berry out. Do you want to do the gig? Mm. Chuck Berry? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that'd be fun. And so I get the gig with, with Chuck Berry and we get Lance Rudd who's a great rock and roll piano player, you know. Yeah. And Tony Mitchell on the bass. So there's the three of us. And we have a rehearsal at... Uh, at uh, number 96 Glee Point Road studio <coughs> <laughs> having this little rehearsal Chuck Berry's not there of course mm. and we say well, what's the tunes and you know and, and Jamie says oh I don't know mate mm. probably just Chuck Berry songs yeah oh okay it's okay if you play Chuck Berry songs but you don't play with it we're playing with the Chuck Berry dude himself yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. <coughs> entertainment centre happens he can't there's before us there's uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. on. Before that, there's the Everly Brothers, you know, and uh, Larry London, who's a drummer. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah. Him and I were really great mates, you know. At, oh, good. You know, we, he sent me a photo at the end of it saying, Greg, if you can play with Chuck Berry, you can play with anyone. <laughs> yeah, right. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. But, but that's what Chuck Berry was about. Anyway, Chuck Berry... Uh, he, he, he takes his this big bloke comes to our dressing room and says, "Oh, Mr. Berry would like to see you." <laughs> oh, okay. So we march into Mr. Berry's room, the three of us. Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Berry. It's a band here. Okay. Uh, who are you? Um, I'm the I'm the drummer. Oh, you're the drummer. Will you just watch me, boy? Boy. Yeah. Watch <laughs> me, boy. And you know, once I do this step. Just follow me. Yep. Okay. When I stop, you stop. Yep. That was the rehearsal, right? (laughs) Who's the piano player? Oh, me. Okay. You just play, just play. You know, whatever he said. I forget now what he said. But but it was really abrupt. Mm. Tony Mitchell, you're the bass player. Tony Mitchell, is it? Yes. Well, you just play good. Okay. So we're out there in front of, you know, we're facing the audience, the band is Chuck's got his back towards the band, uh, back towards the audience. Mm. And he's got his to cut guitar case open and he's pulled his guitar out, he's back towards the audience, and he pulls up all these chords, or you know, the leads, and it's all a tall tangled <laughs> like spaghetti, you know, and he's he's back towards the audience, and, he, oh, yeah. and he's doing this, and now all of a sudden you hear all the audience doing this. Hang on a second, and (laughs) where the the band's in front of the audience, looking at the audience, and we don't know which way to look. We're just looking at the audience and looking at Chuck, and Chuck's playing with his his leads. And then he does that, okay, he's finished with that, he gets a lead, puts it into his thing, doesn't work, right? (laughs) Doesn't go. And apparently he he carries a dead lead with him in his contract. If it's a dead lead, it doesn't work. He gets two grand. This is what I've been told. I don't know if it's gospel or not. If anything didn't work,
2: yeah, didn't
1: work, he gets his two grand. Right, so he gets two grand. And then he's got a little lamp on stage. He looks at this. Is one's doing this? Where's the other lamp? Should be two (laughs) lamps. And this poor little fella from the side of stage at the entertainment center, which is a big motherfucker in place, yeah. he runs out with this fucking other end, puts it there. This is going on for 10 minutes, he mm. hasn't started yet. And then he gets out all right, and he just starts off,
0: and the crowd just goes, Apes. Yeah. <laughs> all forgotten. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Mm. Tell a story about the keys, Car keys. No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finish
1: the gig, I forget where it was, at my entertainment centre somewhere. Maybe Brisbane or something. Anyway, he comes up to me. Curtains are closed or whatever, everyone's sort of going on their way. He comes up with his hands out like this. With his palms up, pa- his palms, palms up. up, hands out, palms up, and walks towards me. He's like, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh wow, he wants nobody wants me to. Give him ten. Give him ten because I've done a good gig. You know, great, fantastic. Chuck Perry, wow. So I've walked towards him with my palms out, his palms are out. I've gone, smack! So I slapped my hands yes. on his head, and he's looked at me and he's got his palms out and says, No, 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 no. Where's my car keys? I can't find my car keys. <laughs> I've gone,
2: oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I um, he was winding you up. <laughs> yeah, he probably was.
0: Yeah, yeah. But he is great, he is fantastic. And they'd, they'd given him, a, this is by Toyota, wasn't it? They'd given him a car. Yeah, well, yes. this is what I've been told. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's lots of stories like that, but right. this is what I've been told.
1: That mm. uh, he was a character. They gave him a car. He can get in his little car and yeah. get himself
2: somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis had a car, so he watched a car.
1: There's another one with Jerry Lee Lewis on stage too. That guy was a freak. He was mad. Yeah. Completely mad. He gets on the stage. This is before, you know, Chuck. He gets on watching him at the side of stage. He gets on the stage and his piano, something goes wrong with his piano stool or something. I think it was his piano stool. And so he picks up his piano stool and hurls it across the stage. (laughs) This is mid-gig. This is in the gig. This is before the gig actually, before he actually played a note. Right. And this is in the front of the audience. Yeah. And I'm going, God, this guy's mad. And then, (laughs) not only that, the bass player puts his guitar, takes his guitar or his bass off, gets his glass and throws it on the ground and then they all walk. walk off.
0: I'm thinking, what the hell am I going on now? who
2: been you? watching them, do you think? Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that, was the I mean,
0: No. No, you don't think it was, not na- well, it? Well, it
2: could have been. Must have been. Like, like it the been. <laughs> Like who, who yeah.
0: took it to another level? Well, he
2: looked
1: angry, he was real angry. Yeah.
0: Oh, so, crazy. maybe the bass player was the MD and got the shit. Maybe. Yeah. He probably promised he wouldn't do it again. But yeah, he did. Like, oh, maybe, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Anyway, they, they got the stool back and mm. off they went. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> sort of I Where am I? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> fun. funny. It's funny, mm. uh, <laughs> but uh, it was a great time. Uh, good people on there, you know. Yeah, yeah. I had, to, had the opportunity to talk to, you know, uh, Bo Diddley and, and oh. uh, uh, the Everly Brothers and, you know, Larry London. <clears throat> and My mate Bo. Albert Lee was a guitar player. Uh,
2: gee. And Albert. I met them. Yeah. I met Albert Lee and Bo Diddley. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, in Seville. Yeah. guitar legends concert. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That
1: would not good. So
2: is not that funny? Um, Greg was on uh, Reg Livermore's albums of Betty Blockbuster Follies. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the other one, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Mm. And my. Two more. Yeah, beer. We've got no beer I don't think there's any beer left, man. Oh, oh no, that's all good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, have, have a one. Yeah, have a, have a look and see. Yeah, so the funny thing was that uh, my, uh, John's first wife, my brother John's first wife, Mm -hmm. uh, Jenny Cullen, Mm -hmm. she was in uh, Hair, that's how they met. Yep. And then um, uh, she was then in the Reg Livermore shows, Mm -hmm. John went off to Godspell, and um, I think Jenny did uh, Superstar as well, so Greg had known Jenny for a long time, Mm -hmm. and... um, She came over to England to see us for a couple of weeks. She just came for a holiday Mm. and she brought me a copy of Betty Blockbuster and Wonder Woman. So there, and I was what would I have been, I don't know, 14 or 15 years old Mm. at the time. Uh, I was maybe 16 by then. And and I go, oh, wow, this is great, you know, and I listened to them. And there's there's Greg playing on there, right. isn't that weird? Yeah. You know, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven million years later, yeah, I'm married, yeah, married yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> Funny it's, a, it's a weird, yeah. weird yeah. thing, really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I just I, that came out of the blue. Yeah, it's a cool. That's good. Yeah, it's very <laughs>
0: right. um, In you got to play with Christopher Cross. So that was short yeah, notice. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So, but I think it
1: was about three days before he did the gig. Right. And uh, yeah, I got the call. I think it was Priya Ricks that, uh, called me from Channel, you know, Channel Nine, mm. put, put this thing on, and uh, he said, "Oh, Greg, can you do Christopher Cross? What? Which? What do you mean? Can you play with Christopher Cross at the opening of the Entertainment Centre? <laughs> I said, "Oh, yeah." He said, oh, it's in about three days, so uh, I think that we'll overdo it. There's a couple of songs, but I'm not too sure there was two. I know there the one was one song that I do know that we did was Ride Like the Wind. Yep. Da, da 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 boom 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 Anyway. I'm I'm uh, at home thinking, fuck, we've got to learn this motherfucker. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I buy the record, mm. you know, for the vinyl. And then I I just listened to it and listened to it and listened to it and listened to it. And And walked in, Tommy Tico's orchestra was doing the gig. Mm. I walk in, tuxedo on, hat, uh, tie and all that stuff. I walk, hello Tom, hello Greg, Uh, you're not, you're Greg, is it? Yes, hello Mr. Tico, how are you doing? So I sit behind the drum, keep Alan Gilbert's the drummer, who's fantastic. Yeah, one of my teachers, drum teacher, mighty greener and this that and the other, but it, like he wasn't a real rock, heavy rock or whatever you want, a Christopher Cross drummer kind of suspect. So, so I would sit down, and do the gig, and uh, lots of good players in that band. And at the end of that gig, I just, see guys, I'm off now. <laughs> and they were there all night. I just do the one or two two songs and yeah. drive home. <laughs> right, it's great, good it fun, yeah. So I met Christopher Cross, and it was all good fun. So how how come it was just the two songs? Well because there was Peter Owen was on mm-hmm. and then you
0: had all this Oh right, okay. So Christopher Cross was only on he the He was songs. just the ah, same. Right, okay. Yeah gotcha. yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so so it was
1: Tommy Tigo, August doing all this stuff, you know. Okay. And uh, yeah. Peter and things. Mm. So that was fun. Then I just came home, you know. <laughs>
0: Went to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> While those guys are still playing. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, um, it was good. I kind of closed the stadium and opened up the entertainment
2: center. <laughs> yeah. I've got a Peter Allen story. Okay. Um, so we know lots of people that yeah. we didn't know we knew. That's yeah, yeah. really weird. That's uh, cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, Peter, and I used to be, I would been the floor assistant on the kenny everett video show i don't know if you've ever heard yeah, yeah, of that definitely. Yeah. and um uh kenny everett had not come out as being gay mm-hmm. but he had been hanging out with peter allen and peter's partner greg mm-hmm. and uh he got them onto his show and uh so, and I knew of Peter Allen, obviously, because of my Australian connections anyway. And, um, and I thought he was great. Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, yeah. he was. And he was. I mean, mm-hmm. just yeah. the most fantastic songwriter. Yeah. Um, and well, I uh, performer. Uh, and yeah. performer, mm. exactly. And um, so he came along to do the Kenny Everett video show. And the first number, he was meant to do two songs. Mm. The first song he did was um, Rio. And uh, so there was just, on the studio set, there was just the piano Mm. and him and then the backing track was coming in. And he was absolutely delightful. He was obviously, you know, uh, uh, G'd up as well. Uh, It Mm. would be very exciting, I would have thought, to Mm. do that. So there he was, did his number, and it was, uh, I I thought it was just fantastic because I knew the song anyway, Mm. but lots of poems didn't at the time. Right. I don't think it had quite got in there. Uh But there he was <clears> and he had this slashed red glittery top on and he was, you know, doing, doing his flamboyant stuff. Mm. And when that number finished, <laughs> the whole of the studio were going, <laughs> 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 they'd, they'd never seen anything like it. Their right. mouths were all open. They'd never right. seen anything like it. Right. And I thought, oh, my word, we're just not ready for you yet, are yeah, we? Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And we weren't. So I don't. Think, I'm not sure if it ever went out on the show. Oh, right. Because then they didn't do the second number. Um, mm. and, um, well, it was too gay for them, was it, wasn't it? I think so. Mm. I think, you know... Um, Britain being so oh aren't we wonderful and we're we're mm. so egalitarian well, well they a, weren't well
1: that's the same thing with Reg Livermore when over there and absolutely did, he had, did that sketch he did a sketch over there he did it, a
2: show in the yeah, West no, End no but,
1: but the sketch that he did oh, that, right. in the show was was as a ballet dancer all oh, right yes a tutu yeah. and he'd swear at the. Because they swear at the spotlight. Yeah. The spotlight wouldn't get at it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> at him. And you'd say, "What the fuck are you doing?" You know and And the, 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 they didn't dig it at all. Right. You get They up just his toe weren't Lynch. ready for it. He had a football jump roll with a tutu. <laughs> right. You know, and he ballet dance around the, around, the, around the, and the and the spotlight was supposed to, you know, get him, but it didn't, you know, they said that. Well, uh, but that was... Well, that was part of the be act. Be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look up and
2: say, yeah, fucking, it. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <are>
1: yeah, <you> <laughs> And so, yeah,
2: they didn't dig that at all.
1: So that was... I like know, that.
2: and it's... Uh, uh, and then by the time, of course, uh, I, I don't know the chronology of it, Yeah. Dame Edna then goes and blows everyone away. Yeah. But that's yeah. mainly because they thought that she was a woman. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, ah, just
1: bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had the opportunity to play with didn't I? Wow, there really? you know, because, Yeah, just just a gig, you know, a couple mm. of gigs. But I I didn't do it. Oh, right? I didn't do. I gave it. The, I gave it somebody else. I gave it to Bobby Donaldson the money wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah, but, hey, yeah, It really wasn't. Fair enough, yeah, eh? It's really lousy, you know. Like, that's yeah, good. that's good to was, hear, actually. Even though it was yeah. like two two songs or whatever, it wasn't was it? I just, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. i 50 right. bucks or something. It's tough. <laughs> you know, like,
2: you know, just, you just don't do that sort of shit, you know. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's I, good to hear. I did a chat show at, um, up at the Euston Studios in London mm. and the guest for the day was day Edna, no? and uh so i waited in reception and and met barry humphreys and said oh, oh and, you know blah 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 and um uh and i said oh my my brother john waters is an actor i think you know him you've worked together and he said oh yes 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 so he goes into the dressing room and uh the so two women running the afternoon show, you know, presenting the afternoon show, mm. are beside themselves because Dame Edna's on. So <laughs> it's Mary Parkinson, who's married to Michael Parkinson, mm. um, and I very sadly can't remember the other. Yeah. But they were—I think it was Mavis—they were beside themselves. And they were so excited that yeah. <laughs> Dame Edna was coming out. <laughs> yeah. So they so and it's a small studio, the the London. The Euston Studios of Thames hmm. were up in the city. It was quite small, so out came Dame Edna and uh, walked, <laughs> strode out, and uh, and uh, uh, and she said, "Oh, this is rather cute, isn't it? Herringbone <laughs> uh, for the set." And they went, "Ooh!" <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they said, "Oh, and now this is our floor manager, Fizz." And Dame Edna said. I know Fizz very well, and I know her brother, John, even better. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I went, hey! <laughs> 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 that's really
0: cool. Oh, that's really cool. Um, over your drumming career, um, did your... Did you change your style in any way, or you were talking before about how you've been sort of pigeonholed as as the rock guy? Yeah. Did you, at any stage, go, no, I did not I don't, well, I, I yeah. want to try something else, try and get myself yeah. out of this? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I've kind of, I've gone off because well, probably my age too. You know, I, I, there's no way I'm gonna get up there and, and yeah, bash the fuck out of the drums, you know, yeah. and, and play heavy rock, yeah. And so, you know, I listen to people like now. I listen to all sorts of news, you know, the, Gat and the and all these guys that mm-hmm. we spoke about before. But everyone spoke, spoke about Gat, so mm. I won't go into that. But yep. we all know how famous he is. And yep. He's fantastic. And Bernard Purdy and those sort of dudes, mm. they're great. I love all them, you know, and and, and just, oh, oh, Jim Gordon, those dudes. Yeah, and yeah, Jim Keltner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those sort of guys that. They don't only just play rock, they play yeah. just music, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, And And that's that's where my head's at, you know. I'll, I might play, say, a Bob Dylan vibe and then I might do a gig at Paddington RSL doing a, a jazz thing, yeah. you know. Uh, nothing serious jazz, not, yeah, none, yeah. none of this, you know, mm. stuff that I don't understand, mm. <laughs> but just other sort of music. Mm. And may will put on a, a Rachmaninoff album, you know. And listen to that and think, wow, well, that's fantastic. You know, mm. So, my whole thing is, is listening to every gen you know, everything.
0: Yeah, good.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I tend to shy away from the hefty jazz, but, but, but we, I both, yeah, like most things I'll together.
1: Listen to, to, you know, <clears throat> I'll listen to those dudes, you know. Alban Jones, you know, I've got yeah. albums with Alban and, and Gigi and you know, Tony Williams. Uh, mm. And the like, and the big band stuff, I still love. You know, I listened. to, I bought the album with the Buddy Rich thing in know, Big Swing Face. It came out in 1966. Mm-hmm. I bought that. I, I got that, and I thought, wow, this guy's. I've never heard anything so amazing in my life. You know, and I played it to my friends, and they just didn't dig it. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. understand it. They just, they just liked. You know, the, the heavy rock stuff, which is fair enough. Mm. You know, I, mm. my in those days, my whole thing was
0: all sorts of music. You know, mm. you, you're talking about um the Buddy Rich thing. I was telling you we we did this that we did the Jaco Pistorius, yeah, and the Weather Report song Birdland came oh, up, yeah, and the guys yeah. were talking about the yeah. the there's probably. Th- well, they were saying there's three versions by like yeah. different artists at the time. Yeah, yeah um, they didn't say that one, though. Yeah. And oh. while they were talking, I dialed it up. Oh. And yeah. I just about played it, but then I remembered, this is a bass player's... Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because Because that, that's what, for me, that's one of the most amazing Buddy Rich performances yeah. I've ever seen, Buddy yeah. Rich playing Birdhead. Yeah, yeah. No. phenomenal. Yeah. But the sound, the, the with Pistorius guy too
1: was amazing. Oh, oh Yeah. To, because yeah, yeah. he played the? Apparently he played the drums on that too, didn't he? On Weather Report one, didn't he? Did he do all that shit? N- n- know, no, the, not, you know, not, like, like, nah, that no, no, That was Alex at funeral. Yeah, yeah, who yeah, F- 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 knows? Yeah. F- F- yeah, but but he he did a lot. He did the, a lot of production on that thing, didn't he? Yeah. Uh,
0: on. on dar, yeah. dar, dar, dar. Uh, you know, but then he does that harmonic, yeah, yeah, yeah. What <laughs> he <rather> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> harmonic, that harmonic thing, yeah, it's just the yeah. sound of the drums in there. It? Yes, yeah, it's, it's great. But the the Buddy Rich one, yeah, yeah,
1: that's
0: the yeah. best, the Buddy Rich big band,
2: and he's yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Then he does the yeah. solo, and it's
2: yeah, mercy, mercy you cool Clearly, you would have heard the um, the, the recordings tapes. on the on the bus of the Buddy Rich tour. You must the have. The bus done.
0: tapes. Um, I've heard stories. Yeah, well, good yeah. that anyway. It's on, that it, it's on
2: YouTube. I, I know. Think.
0: I just I just haven't watched right. them. People have told me. Yeah. It's just and it's um,
2: just a recording that. Um, is it yeah. Paul Panicki? No, Dave. Dave Panicki Yeah. Made. Yeah. It. yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, mean, Hamish told me about those. Yeah. yeah. Very but The funny. thing is,
1: yeah. Yeah, funny, but the thing is. It ruins what, what he does. I know. Is it, is yeah, I know. I know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Know. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah know.
2: <laughs> it's a bit like. It's like. It's a bit like the behaviour of um, um of uh, McEnroe, You know. Yeah, I, I, I know. It so. really put me That was McEnroe, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. So That's when Buddy Rich is going, I mean, yes, I mean, you can't get away from the fact that he's he's um, uh, a freak. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, you go. Couldn't you have been a nice one? I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But who knows, he might have been a lovely fellow. Yeah. Um you
0: got to play with Dolly and No, I never got to play Oh you didn't get to with... play with it? Right. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, I just
1: would... we supported Dolly and Kenny. Kenny okay. Rogers. Right. And we went all over Australia with them. Right. With with um with John and the Foster brothers. Okay, cool. We did that. And uh, she's a lovely lady. Mm. There's a photo of me and Dolly and the band, and I've got my I've got my arm around Dolly's waist. No, not not me. I've got my arm around Dolly's mm. waist, which is really good. And I've got my head on her shoulder. Oh, cool. which is even better.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, there's you know she's got this incredible uh, chest. Yeah, that's Dolly. right. Yeah. And anyhow, uh, you she's a lovely lady. Mm. And we went to a fortieth birthday party and mm. uh, had a good time and did the gig and, and uh, not, nothing much to tell about that the band that their band her band would like to come in or wanted to come into our our um, dressing room to drink our beer because uh, they didn't like the Budweiser that they had they wanted, <laughs> they wanted the yeah, yeah. Uh, or the VB yeah, yeah. so we got a bit pissed off at them right you know. and then uh, but they were all good good dudes and then Candy Rogers band they, they, were, they were they were really good players yeah um, they, they were bit kind of standoffish, you know. Oh were they? Yeah you know, but that was so cool. But mm. Dolly's band was quite fun, you know. Fun. Did you get to play on their gear or did, was it the whole uh let me second set up type. Yeah, it was a, it was in the round, it was a big round thing. Okay. I had to play I played my gear kind gear, you know. Mm. So that was all good. And uh but one one time that because John English is you know, John John's got a big ego, like, mm. a huge ego, did you have. Know. Mm. And uh He's up there rehearsing with these mics that are probably worth about fucking ten thousand dollars each, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's spinning it around and he's <laughs> doing this shit, you know. Yeah, Hollywood summer, you know, doing all this stuff. <laughs> and the sound and the engineer, the sound dude from whoever owned the mics, went up to him and said, "Listen, man, don't you fuck around with my fucking microphone, you fucking you know." Yeah. <laughs> and for for someone to say that to John you know it's like and John's kind of freaked okay. Yeah, right, you know, right but he, he needed that he needed oh, right. someone to go listen don't fuck around with the microphones mate yeah. it's worth a lot of fucking money
0: yeah you know oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so he, he didn't yeah. do it anymore or oh, he shit, got man. his own one. Oh, no, he didn't do that anymore
0: Hollywood <laughs> 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 stuff <laughs>
1: yeah uh, no, that was fun. Yeah, it was all good. Mm. And they, I think uh, Kenny Rogers, he came down like the start of the show. He'd come down in this big box. That was a box, enclosed box, oh, God. like a like a, like a road case from the ceiling of the entertainment centre. <laughs> you know, right? this is the start of the year. <laughs> what? Oh, and the box had come down. Yeah. And then you know, da da, <laughs> <laughs> sing whatever you know.
2: Um, What Was it Perspex, this box? No, it was just a a box.
1: It was was like a road road case. case. So you couldn't see him? No, you couldn't see him. Just see the box box coming down. You know, like, here comes comes the box. Oh, fucking time to start.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was before the whole coming up through the floor. Yeah, yeah. The same same sort of thing, but Mm. coming down.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, Neil, Neil Diamond used to... Arrive on helicopters and things like that, way before anybody else did, I think. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He used to fly from the back of the auditorium onto the stage and and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know the most important thing that uh, Greggy hasn't mentioned, because it possibly doesn't exist anymore, but he's a sir. He was knighted. Oh, really? He was was knighted (laughs) by Prince Leonard. Of Prince Hutt, River River Hutt, Hutt River Province.
1: We, we've, we actually re, um, we wrote an anthem for him. The oh, Foster got a Brothers thing. did. The Foster yeah. Brothers wrote this anthem right. in Western Australia. He's got this province, or did have a province in Western Australia. In other words, he doesn't pay tax because he's got, a <laughs> yeah. well, he's he got declared
2: his own. Well, he declared it. <laughs> he, uh, years and years ago, he declared his principality because there was nothing to stop him doing that. Right. So he declared that that was the, 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 the way it was and nobody could do anything about it. And, he, and so he printed his own money and his own passports <laughs> and his own yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so there was Prince Leonard and um, Princess Shirley, his right. wife, and then his son, Graham. When uh, Princess Shirley died quite a few years ago, Prince Leonard died only about three years ago. And right. then Prince Graham took over. But they've now since seceded to Australia because there's been the tax office has been at them for a long time but they you know they wouldn't really have very much to to cough up anyway I don't right. know why right it yeah, was so, uh, it was a, it was yeah. a nice um, like tourist attraction and everything yeah. you know and um, mm. and so so greggy uh, <laughs> yeah we, we recorded this
1: album we the album. we call the song you know. I forget how it goes now. Stretch Kerwin up in Brisbane drove awesome. oh, Okay, he's one love. of the Foster brothers. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we, we we've recorded this thing and we've sent it off. We get knighted on the Don Lane show yeah. <laughs> live. Yeah, Greg Henson, sir, and you know he gets his sword and does this that, and the other.
2: <laughs> Did he do that really?
1: Oh, I, I th- think oh, maybe not, but I <laughs> <laughs> think. Makes a great story. Anyway, anyway, it <laughs> was. I, I forget. I really forget.
2: But no, he gave you all knighthoods.
1: He gave us all knighthoods. So oh, we're, we're all knights. So
2: Sir Gregory, <laughs> Sir John English, Sir Peter Deacon, Sir John Dalamore, Sir John Coker. John Coker. John Coker. Yeah. Um. And um. Now that I'm married to Greg, mm. I am. I don't become Lady Fiona because. Um, you have to be a baronet or higher to do that <laughs> i right. pom I know these things yeah. <laughs> so I am Fiona Lady Henson
1: okay. yeah
2: except probably we're not anymore no it's, it's gone yeah. <laughs> if it's, it's seceded carpet. now back to Australia then I guess it's all yeah. down the dumper but I, I, you know and all my friends in
0: England say Sir Gregory there yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, on that then, Sir Gregory and Fiona Lady Henson. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me in your house today. No problem. Dinner, Our drinks, talking about your lives. It's fantastic. I'm oh, really honoured oh. to be here. and um, We're honoured to be on your show, mate. Yeah. A oh. hundred bloody... 101, you guys. 101. Yeah. 101. 101. 101. Cool. Cheers, guys. Thanks again. Thank you very, very much. pleasure. Thank you. Catch you soon. Yeah. Hey, Stevie here. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Greg and Fizz Henson. Now, you would have heard Greg talking about his uh, the gig he did with Chuck Berry. Well, Greg wrote a story about his uh, experience on that Chuck Berry gig, and it was picked to go into the New South Wales Seniors Book of Stories. Now, to read that story, go to the com, go to the news section, click on the Greg Henson Chuck Berry story, and um, read it and check it out. Anyway, catch you next time. Cheers.